This is Mind Mastery Week. Eight guests, 16 episodes over five days. Welcome to this special episode featuring Nina Cook. Have you ever wondered what it takes to create a life that's free from the bonds of corporate slavery? Maybe you're already on that journey, but you're still figuring it out. This show aims to show you the way by sharing the real stories, strategies, tactics, trials and tribulations of freedom seekers at different stages of their journeys, from running a business on the side to serial entrepreneurs who've launched and scaled multiple multi-million dollar firms. Hello, I'm Craigie B. This is Corporate Escape Plan. Hey, hey, it's me, Craigie B. And welcome to the Corporate Escape Plan and this, our Spring 2020 Mind Mastery series of specially commissioned episodes. Today's guest is a returning guest who specializes in helping successful, hardworking, but sometimes stuck business owners to create more freedom, impact and income in their lives with more ease. She's a mindset coach who specializes in helping clients make the last inner shifts required to break existing performance and earning ceilings. So, who is she? Well, her name is Nina Cook from England. Welcome, to the sh- welcome back to the show, Nina. I'm really looking forward to getting to know you a bit better this time around. Thank you, Craig. It's great to be here. So, t- we're here today to talk about why discovering or uncovering your why in business is so important uh, and why it matters and you've got a really interesting presentation lined up but before we do I'd really like to offer you the chance to colour in some of the gaps you know I've done a bit of an intro but if you could share some of your backstory I'd love to hear all about it. Absolutely thank you Um, I'd love to share it I started working in um, in a big corporate, Time Life Books. I, I worked in London in the London office. And when I was working there, I, it became really apparent to me that I had a big problem with my confidence. I'd always known this, but working in office and being passed over for promotion because I wasn't able to promote myself, even though my results were excellent. Mm-hmm. And I realized that I just felt invisible in the office and it's funny because I kept seeing evidence that I was invisible everyone would have their birthdays celebrated but mine came and went and you know no one celebrated us sometimes I think can people see me am I here and this all came from always wanting to hide and being wanting to be invisible and staying in the back of the room and not being noticed because growing up that was how I felt I was safe not being noticed by particular people mm-hmm. and this became a big issue for me when I, have ch- when I had children because watching them when they were young, they had just had this lovely natural self-confidence and they had this lovely way of expressing themselves and just being aligned with who they were. And I thought I need to get that for myself because I wanted to be a role model for them. But I also knew how important it was for me. I was someone who was very good at pretending to be confident but I never felt it. I had this urge to have people like me and validate me and everything always seemed to be coming from the outside. And I remember I'd have conversations with people and think, what do they want me to say that will get them to like me? 
And that just meant I was always focused on them and never on myself because I was trying to please them. This was exhausting and I was very unhappy with myself. I didn't like who I was at all. I kept wanting to change myself. Mm-hmm. I started a long, long journey of personal development. I was always interested in it. The first personal development book I bought was, I think, Louise Hay back in probably 1990s. And the books helped to a certain extent, but they just seemed to show me what was wrong, but they didn't help me to, to fix it because I also thought I have to be fixed somehow. I started a personal shopping business back in 2005 that was pretty successful, but I knew it could have been much, much more successful. I've been willing to be visible and get out there and network and tell people about what I did. I did start my personal development seriously in the, uh, I think it was around 2012. I did some intensive training. I started learning how to think differently about myself, but it wasn't until I got email from a friend and she said this email is all about limiting beliefs you're interested in this stuff and I followed the trail and it took me to a guy called Morty Lefko and when I spoke to Morty and I told him about how I felt he said the only reason you feel so unconfident about yourself is because you believe in your limiting beliefs and I thought okay well I've heard this sort of stuff before but starting working through my limiting beliefs was really interesting because I was very skeptical. I didn't believe anything was going to change because I thought it was a really hard case and nothing would ever work for me. But after a while, I realized that I was doing things I'd never done before without any resistance. So I started creating videos and I started uh, posting more on my blog and I started being interviewed by people. And I thought, this is interesting because I haven't tried to make this happen. It's just become an easy yes for me. And that's when I realized, oh, I'm really thinking differently about myself. I don't feel, I no longer feel I'm not good enough or that I'm not worthy or that there's something wrong with me. That stuff just seems to have gone completely. And it's almost like, you know, when you're wear blinkers in life and you can just see what's ahead of you, you see a very narrow, very narrow world. And suddenly it seems to seem like the blinkers had shifted and I suddenly started seeing all this extra stuff that was going on around me. My peripheral vision had completely expanded and new opportunities and it just started becoming much more fun and interesting. And it's so true that when you stop limiting yourself, opportunities do appear. That's when I knew, okay, I've got something really powerful here. And that's when I started working with business owners who are scared. They are driven by their fears. They limit themselves. They have a small vision, they're playing small, they're hiding just like I was doing. They're not taking the action they need to take in their business because they're scared of putting their message out there in case people criticize them or in case they're judged or humiliated, public humiliation. Wow, that's one of our greatest fears. And I help them to get big tangible results in their business. They they start earning more, they pop their prices, they start reaching out, having more sales conversations, having more impact. But the biggest change is within themselves and how they identify with themselves, how they see themselves, how they start playing a bigger game and how they start showing up differently, not just in business, but in their lives. Fabulous. What a great introduction and thank you for sharing. And I could actually relate to plenty of what you're talking about, especially that thing to do with them. the the blinkers coming off and having a bigger perceptive field 
uh, around stuff because I've been through similar work myself and I, I first discovered this whole thing around limiting beliefs way back in 1999 when I trained in NLP with Paul McKenna and Richard Bandler. So, so I know exactly what you're talking about and I can absolutely relate to it. Uh, and in actual fact, I can go further uh, by, um, it, by, by way of further explanation is that I learned all these mental disciplines which I applied religiously to change my world and my perceptive fields for, 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 for one matter. And then I stopped applying a lot of the things that I learned and I actually regressed. So, so I know from actually tackling these things all over again the second time around just how powerful it can be. So I love the fact that you're talking about this. I think it's a lot, it's a lot more important than many people realise uh, you know in being able to change your world so so I, I really want to thank you for sharing because I, I think it's such an important message especially right now with all the fear and uncertainty that there is in the world I, I think this mental resourcefulness is, is critical for a lot of people to be learning right now especially people who, uh, who are perhaps hearing some of these ideas for the first time Yes, absolutely. And you said something really interesting, because when you stopped doing that inner work, then you felt you were regressing. And mindset isn't something you just do once and then it's over. It is a lifelong process. Yeah, it's a so lifelong discipline, if you like. I have to keep my eye on my mindset constantly because I can wake up in a complete funk and just think it's, you know, nothing's going right. But I know how to get myself out of it quite quickly yeah so one of the things i noticed when i started doing this in the work all over again was how many limiting beliefs um were new that had cropped up since i'd last addressed all this stuff and you know some of them were the same they come back um but so some of it was brand new stuff and it is it's kind of uh you know the environment that you immerse yourself in uh you kind of pick stuff up as you go along you know you, because you can't be entirely separate from the environment that you're in. And it, uh, one of the things I learned from that is how crucial it is to be careful what you're allowing into your mind. Exactly. What we're allowing in, what we're taking on to be true, what we're deciding is true, because we always have to make, just recreate our limiting beliefs. I thought that they were came from the outside world. I thought, oh, my parents are giving me my limiting beliefs or my teachers or that person at school or that person I worked with, they've given my limiting beliefs, but then I realized, no, I created them myself. So mm. a parent could say, you're hopeless, you know, you're nothing. They could say it repeatedly to a child and the child has a choice. They can think, that's not true about me, I'll show you. Or the child can think, oh, okay, they think I'm useless, therefore I'm useless. So we, we yeah. have to create them. It within ourselves with our own thinking because if limiting beliefs came from other people we would have very little control over them but because we're making them up ourselves and believing them to be true and then living our lives as if they're true anything we create we can uncreate with our thinking and yeah. it, it's like you know we have this amazing magic power our thinking we have this huge gift and so often we overlook this gift because we're busy doing things, we're busy, you know, 
implementing a new strategy or a new process or you know working with a new coach and all those things we're doing but we forget we have this absolute gift in our thinking it's our most prized asset and yet we tend to just ignore it most of the time and then once you know that you can change your thinking because you are creating your thinking we're not our thoughts we are the creator of our thoughts once we get to that powerful place within ourselves well if i can create my if i'm creating my thinking moment by moment by default and not focusing on it what would happen if i started focusing on which thoughts i want in my life wow that's really that's really interesting isn't it, it so is. if i want this if i have this goal in my life say to i don't know work with a certain type of clients or to have a certain income per month or have this much impact if i have that goal then what do i need to think in order to reach that goal what has to be true for me or about me so then we can start using our thinking not in a manipulative way but in a way that starts serving us rather than just being the victim of our thoughts and mm. feeling that well there's nothing i can do about this this is just how i am yeah i love it i, I could talk about this stuff all day but i think uh, now is probably the time to turn to the subject that, that we said we were going to talk about, which, which is uh, your why. And what do I mean when I say that? Well, it is we're talking about why you need a, a compelling reason why in your life, the why, the why you do what you do. And you you actually have some, some materials prepared for us to, to help us actually think this through it, um, as a process, I believe. Would that be a fair thing to say? Yes. And the reason I want to uh, share this on your training today is because it's the heart of why we do what we do. And if we don't have that big why, it makes everything so much harder. It's hard to motivate yourself. It's hard to get into action. It's harder to, you know, get up in the morning and feel excited about your work. And then you're, you're, what you do just becomes something that you have to do, that you have to turn up and do every day. And you're looking forward to your weekends because you don't enjoy what you're doing. But once you can find your why, then things really start shifting in a big way and there's more excitement and more joy and just a lighter feeling about what we do and we spend a lot of time working we spend much of our life working so we might as well enjoy it and really connect to a deep level and that's what i'd love to help your listeners to do today well that's great and um, i'm really looking forward to going through this together I'm, I'm, I'm actually quite excited about this session. <laughs> it's really good. And um, I, I, I know, I know the value of this stuff because I, I've spent enough of my life uh, struggling through dark days because I haven't had a compelling enough reason why. And so I, I, I fully appreciate the, the difference that it makes. And, uh, and so that, that's why I'm really excited for you to present an actual process that people can apply to themselves to, to actually discover this for themselves because it is, it's I think it's almost ma like magic. Yes, absolutely. And it is um, a, it's something that's really helped me in my first business, which was a personal shopping business. I didn't have a big why. Mm. And I was interested in what I was doing, but I wasn't that interested in it. It was okay. 
and then I found my big wife for this business. And this is something that feels very close to my heart. And it's something that I absolutely adore doing. Brilliant. So I'm going to hand, uh, hand, hand over the reins fully to you now so that you can talk us through this process because you've, you've created a methodology that people can actually use and follow to, to figure this out for themselves, which I think is amazing. Well, what I've done is I have borrowed processes from other people. This isn't something that I've made up myself and I'll give due respect to everyone I've borrowed from as we go through this. Right. So let's start with this because it's something which is, as I said, very dear to my heart. And I'm just going to run through this with you so we can help people to discover their big why. So this is getting about getting super clear on the lifestyle that people want to create and the mindset that will enable them to achieve their vision. Mm -hmm. The mindset is always at the heart of everything that I do. It's the heart of how we live our lives. Just a little bit about myself. I talked about how I started on my entrepreneurial journey and why I'm doing what I'm doing. But for anyone who doesn't know me, I live in England. I live near uh, Cambridge and um, I have uh, four children and my business has allowed me to have a really nice lifestyle. I work four days a week and I've been able to take my family on some amazing holidays. Uh, on the left, we went to Toronto and on the other holiday here with the mountains behind us, that's in the Salta region of Argentina. And just the bottom is my dog, Eddie. And um, Eddie's happiest with a stick and a walk and swimming in water. Mm -hmm. This is just some of the clients that I have worked with and helped over the years. They have had huge success by following my process to clear their limiting beliefs so they can add a significant revenue to their businesses and also step up in their confidence to play a much, much bigger game as well. So Jen Mayers, she added $21,000 in new sales after working with me, clearing her mindset blocks. She said it was surprisingly easy. She's a copywriting coach, an amazing copywriting coach. Susan Epstein is a highly regarded business coach and she worked with me and within 30 days, she was able to ask for a higher price and get it. And she signed up three new clients, creating an additional $36,000 in her business. This is simply by changing her thinking around what she was able to charge. So she was able to step into her value and charge the higher price. And Rob Goyette, we've worked, we're working together all this year. He's got a really, really big income goal. I'm going to help him uh, with that. And he cleared a big block. The following month, he doubled his income. The month after that, he increased his income by another 30%. And just recently, I think it was January this year, he hit his first six-figure month simply by clearing out beliefs and taking much bigger action than he'd ever taken before. Wow. My intention for everyone who is listening to this training is, is very simple. It's to, for them to feel excited about creating a much bigger vision about what's possible for them and to start to move steadily towards it. Mm -hmm. So this is really, the reason I created this training is so that you can get in touch with that deeper part of you that knows what you want and then connect that with your conscious thinking so everything feels very aligned inside 
And when you get that congruency and that alignment between what you want to achieve and the action you're taking, that everything becomes much, much easier. Why is the why so important? I mean, what is the big deal about it? Why can't we just run a business and, you know, just turn up and do stuff and then go home and just feel okay about it? It's because when you have your big why, everything becomes much easier. It becomes easy for you to decide what to focus on every day. And the action you're going to take becomes much more straightforward and you're motivated to do it. You don't just sit there and resisting it. You actually want to do it. You, you feel excited about it. You know which opportunities to say yes and no to. And when you come across clients you don't want to work with, you feel, okay, they're not my right client. And you start making very clear decisions about that. You're not distracted anymore. You're following through. You stop chasing shiny objects. You stop feeling like you're drifting, that you're not focused. So everything becomes clearer and easier and simpler. And it helps you to start focusing on those actions and activities that are actually going to make a difference in your business. Rather than just kidding yourself, well, I've been busy all day, but actually just been fiddling around doing stuff which isn't going to make any difference to your business. Mm -hmm. I love to use Oprah as, as, a, as a story about why the why is so important. In the chapter of a book, The Path Made Clear, Oprah writes about her job as a talk show co-host and that it felt completely different for her. This job felt different to her, for her than being um, a news reporter. And as a reporter, she felt exhausted and she had to drag herself to work, so her heart wasn't in it. The talk show, however, sparked something within her. And during that first show, she interviewed Tom Charble, who was the inventor of soft serve ice cream. And she remembers feeling lit up from the inside. You know when you get that feeling, when you really feel, ah, oh, this is what I'm meant to be doing. And she wrote in her book, when the hour ended, there was a sense of knowing resonating within my heart and radiating to the hairs on the back of my neck. My entire body told me this is what I was supposed to do. There was no doubt that the seeds of what was going to give my life meaning and purpose had been planted. That day my job ended and my calling began. So this is about purpose and knowing that this is what you're here to do. And when you can bring that energy into your work, wow, the magic really starts. And that's when you start attracting clients and opportunities rather than have to go out chasing them and pushing for them. Yeah. So let's get into the why. And this is um, a, a process that Simon Sinek uses very, very effectively. And he shows very simply through this illustration that the why is the most important part of this and it's at the center. It's at the heart of everything you do in your business. People don't buy what you do, they buy why you do it because they pick things up at a deep subliminal level and they want to know you are 100% behind what you do. It's very easy to talk about what you do. For example, people have the elevator pitch, they can say, well, I help my clients get their systems and automation in place, that's what I do. And how I do it is I go into their offices and I help them to set everything up. So that's an easy answer for most people. Or they may say, well, I've got an eight-week program that teaches people how to get more clients. The why is, it seems to be harder to pin down for some people. And 
this is the part that you want to focus on and talk on because people buy into the why you do something versus then the how or the what. Yeah. So the what and the how is more about making money and the why is not about the profit side of things. It's, it's more about your purpose. Why does your service exist? I mean, why would anyone care? Why should anyone care about what you do? So that's something that you have to give out to people. Yeah. So let's go into an example. And this is such a clear example about the why. Now, Apple, they don't talk about the product and the features of the product so much, do they? For them, it's all about the why. They're selling a story. And it's in everything they do, all their advertising, all their marketing, all their branding. Apple help innovators and thinkers go further. They believe in challenging the status quo, about thinking differently. They're talking about the inspiration behind what they do and the driving force behind the products they've created. That's their why. How do they do that? Well, they create beautiful and user-friendly products. What do they do? They make computers, phones, watches, various other products. Now, finding your why is how you will inspire yourself and your, your community, your team, your prospects, your clients, your family, your loved ones. It'll radiate out from you. Now, let's look at Samsung. Samsung don't really talk about why in such a powerful way. They're more about what they do and the technology and the features on their products. Now, the difference between these two companies, you can see the difference here, that people are willing to sleep outside an Apple store in order to be their first in line when they bring out a new product. And I've never seen people sleeping outside a Samsung store or read about it in the newspaper. Yeah. The other clever thing with Apple is that they know their who, they know their ideal client. And this plays hugely, obviously, into their messaging as well and branding. And so everything flows beautifully together in sync. Mm -hmm. That brings us on to the question, why are you doing what you're doing? Now, I would love everyone who's listening to participate. So if you have a pen and paper to hand, brilliant. So I'm gonna ask you some questions to help you to find your why. And do this with your complete focus. So please switch off any distractions that you have because this is really important. This will get you to the heart of why you're doing what you're doing. And you may find, actually, I don't want to do this anymore. I want to do something different because this isn't lighting me up. The next question, why do you want to do this versus anything else? What's your big motivating driver? And this is time for you to dig deep. Now, if you're not getting an answer, that's okay. Don't push for it. Just be okay with not getting an answer right now. And be open to receiving it. It may pop up anytime. It may pop up when you're going out for a walk or when you're brushing your teeth. That's okay. So just take a moment to go within and see what you get. What answers do you get? Why do you want to do this versus anything else? For some of you, it may be a very easy answer. It may just pop up for you. You may already know it. And for others, it may take some a while for you to really discover why you want to do this particular thing. For me, my big why is I want to make it easier for entrepreneurs to have a successful business that they love without having to go through all the anxiety and the worry and the, the lack thinking. Because... 
they can have a much, much easier business once they get out of their own way, once they stop self-sabotaging themselves and their results, once they get clear on what they want and know that they have exactly what it takes to get there and they can go for it in a big way. That's what I love helping entrepreneurs to do. Now, this is another question, very similar to the one that's just been, but this is slightly different. What do you really want to do? And this is why we're trying to find out and make sure that your why isn't what your family wants you to do. It isn't about what society wants you to do. It isn't about other people's agenda for you. It's what you really want to do. And while you're watching this, please pause and take as much time as you need with each step. So I'm going to go at quite a pace here, but you can take as much time as you need. Okay, so now let's move on to digging deeper. Why is that important? Because you want to love what you do and feel fulfilled. And this will help you to have a much bigger impact in every area of your life. And be handsomely paid for it. Why, why is it important for people to have a much bigger impact in money? Why is that important to you? Because it just means you enjoy your life so much more. There's freedom, time to spend with your family. All of these things may be important to you, or you may have other things which you want to do, maybe travel. If you're coming up with just money, if this is important, your service is important to you because you want to make money, I would encourage you to dig deeper. If you have more money, what will that enable you to do? You're not doing this just for the sake of having a, big ba a bigger bank account, I'm guessing. It's because it will enable you to do things that you are not doing right now. And again, why is that important? So you can see how we're going through this process together. Now, can you see the difference between your first answer about your big why and this answer? You've most probably gone deeper and deeper into what is most important and meaningful to you. What lights you up? You know, it's important. We're here on this planet. We want to enjoy our time here. We want to get the most of it. We don't want to get to the end and have lots of regrets about playing small, not going for things, being scared of taking risks, feeling that if we try something, we're going to fail. Is that the life you want? Or do you want a life where you're stepping up, playing full out, being okay with setbacks, but living your life according to your terms about what's important to you? Now, you, you may have your big why, I hope you have, and if you don't have it yet, that's okay. But the answer that you have to your big why, that's what you have. Now, look at where you are right now and where are you out of sync? What are you doing right now that isn't aligning with your big why? It may be that you're not working with the type of clients that you really want to work with. It may be you're not delivering the service in a way that you want to deliver it. And maybe you're not delivering the service that you want to deliver. Maybe you're holding back. Maybe you're shy about sharing what you really want to do because you think, well, people will criticize you. I remember working with a client who was a, a healer. And he said, well, 
I can't really give my true message out there because people will think I'm too woo woo and my family will criticize me for it. So he was holding back. He was out of sync. And this is this is what happens, isn't it? Because we're worried about how people say. So we often put our messaging out there according to what people want us to say, rather than what we want to say. So it doesn't come from our heart; it comes from satisfying other people. Mm-hmm. Now, let's move on to procrastination. Can you remember the last time you procrastinated? about doing something that you were supposed to do in your business. What activity have you procrastinated about recently that you know that if you did it, it would help you to bring in a client or connect with someone, help in your business somehow? And when's the last time you got distracted from the thing that you said you were going to do that day? When's the last time you felt despair when you thought about your business or when you thought about when your next client's going to come from? And when's the last time you thought of giving up, calling it a day, maybe getting a job? This is all, this is everything that happens when you don't have a strong motivator in your life. You procrastinate, you get distracted, you feel despair, you feel like giving up. And if you said yes to any of these things, then I would say that the reason is because deep down you feel that you haven't got what it takes, that it's not going to work for you. And this is because you don't have a big enough why. This stuff will automatically start getting much, much less. It will stop popping up in your life once you know why you're doing what you're doing and you feel really motivated to do it. Just to recap on your big why, this is all about getting clear on what you want to create and why you want to create it. And remember, if you haven't found it yet, no problem, because... You have plenty of time to think about this. I would encourage you not to miss this step and really focus on finding out what it is for you. Okay, now we have a slide and there's a lot of writing on this slide and I'm going to walk you through it. As an entrepreneur, are you meeting your core needs? Now, what do I mean by that? It's all about making sure your business is aligned with what is really important to you. So let's find out your top needs so you can create your business to meet them on a consistent basis. And this is important to make sure that you're in sync, you feel energized, you're productive, you're feeling motivated and focused on your goals and taking the activities to move you to your goals. For example, if your top need is contribution, then this is being going beyond yourself, isn't it? It's wanting to give back. And then your business model will build in community and a way to give back. So maybe you would think, well, for every sale I get, I want to give 10% to charity. So that'll be a big driver for you. Or maybe you're driven by significance. You want to feel unique, special. You want to be the best in your niche. So you're driven by wanting to be world-class at what you do. Maybe it's being the best speaker or the best coach. Maybe it's, it's having the highest fee out there. 
And this is all about wanting to be recognised as an expert that you are. And to be someone that everyone acknowledges as a person of significance and excels at what they do. Or maybe you're driven by love and connection. Do you want to build a big tribe? Do you want to know your customers individually and have a deep connection with your community? Maybe you're driven by certainty. So for example, there's people who are building a business because they don't want ever to go short of anything. Maybe they grew up feeling hungry. Maybe they didn't have, you know, they didn't, weren't able to afford things that their friends could have. And they don't want to ever to go and be in that position again. And they don't want their children to ever be in that position again. They want to be able to pay all their bills easily. They want to leave a legacy for their future generations. So they never have to worry about money. Or perhaps you're motivated by uncertainty and variety. And this is so you don't get bored and you keep focused. Maybe it means that you're, you're developing lots of different products. Maybe you have several businesses going at the same time. Maybe you create 12 different programs in a year. So someone like uh, Richard Branson is a good example of someone who's driven by wanting variety in his business. He wants to try as many things as possible. Mm -hmm. Now, perhaps growth is the key driver for you learning more and developing who you are as a person you want you're you're a lifelong learner and this is the reason that you're in business because you want to have the ability to continually grow and develop yourself as a person because then you feel you can give so much more to everyone this is critically important to know what your core drivers are so pick your top two and of course you can have more than two but it's always good to know what your most important needs are when it comes to your business so you can design your business according to those needs and make sure they're met because these are important to you. And if they're not being met, then you can feel out of kilter. So right now, looking at these six needs, what are your top two? Maybe they're certainty significance. That means that when you're looking at the next 12 months in your business, you want to make sure that your financial foundation is exceptionally strong. In terms of significance, you want to make sure that you're putting enough content out there so people are getting to know you, you're being visible, you're building your brand and authority and credibility so that people know that you have something unique and special and significant. Now, as you can see, Six Needs is inspired by Tony Robbins, who probably was inspired by someone else. And this helps you to really fix on what is important to you in your business and make sure you build your business around these core needs. Okay, so just for the benefit of anyone that's listening audio only mode, could you just run through those six needs once again? Just Absolutely, yes. The, the six needs by Tony Robbins, there are two categories. The first category is the needs of the personality. Certainty is a need. Certainty is all about safety, comfort, predictability. Uncertainty or variety is another need. Uncertainty or variety is about challenges, excitement, adventure. Significance is a need. Significance means having meaning, feeling needed. Love and connection is a need. This is about communication, and wanting approval from others. Then there's the needs of the spirit. This is a separate category of needs. And the needs of the spirit are growth, 
Growth is about constant spiritual, emotional, intellectual development. And another need of the spirit is contribution, which is giving beyond ourselves. It's about caring for others and serving a community. So, as you were going going through these, you suggested to listeners that they pick they pick two, at least two. Um, if someone can only think of one right away and it's compelling enough, is that enough? Or have you ever worked with anyone that has only one and it's proven to be enough? Or would you say you must have two? One is a great start. Right. Absolutely, it's a great start. It's interesting because I was doing this with a client and she said, I have two, I have certainty and uncertainty. I thought, oh, okay, that's interesting. And she yeah. said, the uncertainty is because I need to keep doing different things, otherwise I get bored. And yeah. the certainty is to make sure I'm, I have enough revenue coming in from my various programs, etc., that I can meet my needs. Okay, yeah, that's interesting. And this is, it, but for me and for you, now I'm guessing about this, but for me, one of mine is growth. I have to be continually working on my personal development. And this is what I love doing. I'm always reading and training and finding out new things because it's for me, but also I can share that with my clients as well. The more I grow, the more I can help my clients grow. So that is one of my top needs in whatever I do. And luckily my business is all about personal development. So for me, it feels completely in sync yeah yeah what about you well the 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 two the two that really grab me the most are are growth and contribution so the it's the needs of the the two the spirit items really are the ones yeah yeah Yeah. absolutely so that is as you feel that ties in and are you meeting those needs with your business yeah definitely and and, uh, one thing i would say is that when i started on this journey eight years ago i thought i thought for me it was all about freedom but what i discovered much more recently and it was after i found myself disabled in hospital and i was caused to um really really look inside uh you know i spent three months on the introspection and reflection in fact more than that but but there was three months of intensive introspection and reflection and i realized what was really missing was that although i had the freedom that i had previously wanted what was missing was fulfillment Mm. and that's what i've spent the um you um pretty much the last year making sure i have that and it was well where do i get that from and that's how i came up with the corporate escape plan uh mission in fact uh yeah so so i i've been through um a a lot of i've done a lot of inner work figuring out what do i really want to be uh, and really discovering my why my reason why and it was never quite there in all the things that i did up to this point there was always plenty of excitement along the way but there was all that that fulfillment element was always missing in some respect in some shape or form Uh, and now I really truly feel that I have that 
And how does that feel different than before? Well, it it makes it makes the dark days much easier to navigate. That's for certain. Get, um, getting out of bed, being motivated, um, but also there's a there's a an increased sense of well-being, and that's despite the fact that I have a diagnosis of MS. Um, you know that uh, I. I actually feel a greater sense of well-being uh, at, on an, an, an emotional level, at least, um, than I've ever had before. Yeah, and that's so important, isn't it? This is really the foundation of what we're doing. And as you said, it just feels it feels easier. And when we do have those difficult days, which everyone has, then it's so much easier, isn't it, to keep going yeah fantastic totally, totally and i would encourage everyone who's listening to find out what your top two needs are if you can only find one that's fine if you can find a couple even better and think about your business make sure that you're structuring your business to meet these needs because this will really make a big big difference i, I promise you it'll make a big difference to how you're how you're running your business and it'll make a big difference to how to your whole life i want to move on to the mindset of achievement because now we've talked about the why and now i'd like to talk about what it really takes to get what you want in your life whether it's business results relationship anything because it's the thinking that you need to make sure you achieve your vision what does your ideal business day look like? And I'm not talking about the day where you say, well, I wake up in the morning and then I go for a coffee with friends and then I have a nap in the afternoon. I'm not talking about that sort of day. I'm talking about your business day. What do you do in your ideal business day? What sort of activities are you doing? Do you have a, a morning routine that sets you up for the day? What sort of clients are you talking to or coaching and helping? What sort of connections are you making? How long are you working? How are you going through your to-do list? How motivated are you? How productive are you being? How do you take time out for self-care during your day? And don't think small, think big. Think about the type of client you would really love to work with. Have fun with this. What's stopping you from having that perfect day? Now, if I were to say to you that ideal day is completely within your reach, you can achieve it from your thinking, you can achieve it from the inside out, then you may think, actually, I don't think that's possible for me. However, I would challenge you and say you can create your perfect day. Now, you may say, well, I can't have my perfect day at the moment because I don't have I don't have a team in place or I don't have the money to invest in support. Maybe you're thinking, well, I don't have the list to do that or I don't know what steps I need to take next. I don't have any visibility. No one knows who I am or I don't have childcare support. And I know some of you may have another job, so you may be 
working another job and running your business on the side, or you may be taking care of loved ones and that takes up part of your day. And I completely respect all those things that are going on in your life. But I'm here to call you out on your stories. Because if I didn't call you out on your stories, then you would carry on making these excuses. And it's very comfortable. Excuses are so comfortable. So you can say, well, I can't send out offer because my email list isn't big enough. Or I can't set up a load of sales discovery calls because I don't have anyone I can call. I, so we can make all sorts of excuses to ourselves. And they're so comfortable because we can justify them. And they feel absolutely logical and rational. But all your excuses are limiting beliefs in disguise. Even if you would say, well, I don't have the childcare support to do this. And it feels true for you. But there may be stories in your head about why you can't get more support. Maybe you don't want to ask your, your mum because she may think, well, why aren't you managing? How can you not manage all of this on your own? Maybe you feel like a bad mother asking someone else to look after your child. So it's all of these things that we make up that stop us from taking action and reaching our goals. Or maybe you have the belief that you can only build a business if you're working full time on it. Say if you've got another job or you're doing something else, you can't devote a full day to your business. Maybe that's your story about why you can't build your business. And it's not true. Because there are people who build businesses working on them just a few hours a day. I've, I've read about a lady who wrote a novel. She, you know, she got a big publishing deal. She used to write her novel before she went to work, full, worked a full day of work and then worked on it in the evening. And slowly, 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 page by page, chapter by chapter, she finished her book and she got a really nice publishing deal from it so if yeah. your heart is in it you can absolutely do it i um there was uh, one one of my friends from the united states she started a business when she was only able to work two and a half hours a day uh, and she still only works four hours a day right now and she runs a hugely successful business and she had three best-selling books uh, in the last 12 months as well. It's amazing. So, and her, her daughter, who is six years of age, is actually um, uh, clustered special needs as well. So, I mean, that's a big reason why her, her hours in the day are as limited as they are. So it can be done even with limited time and resources. It can be done. And this then ties back to the big why. When you have your big why, then you will find the time to work on your business. And it doesn't matter what else is going on in your life, you will make that time because it's so important for you. Yes. I'm going to stop sharing. I hope that's incentivized <laughs> your listeners to work on this piece is yeah. so so important and it's overlooked we we speed past this part to get to the bit where we start creating our website and we start you know creating bits in our business our leaf magnet and all the stuff building our list but go back to your why get clear on it and then you will be very very focused in your business and you will enjoy it yeah. so much more which is so important, isn't it? It really is. And, you know, the, my, my experience of finding myself in hospital was actually a blessing in disguise for me because 
it it created the time for me to do that introspection and reflection which i'd always skipped over it always seemed too difficult because the answers wouldn't come straight away whenever i asked myself those big questions and because those answers refused to present themselves immediately i didn't spend time on them and and it's it's been the biggest lesson of all to me and and figuring out the why why am i doing what i'm doing and what's important to me and and also spending a lot of time you you mentioned it briefly um and this was another component that, that was really important for me was who is your ideal person who's your ideal client who do you want to work with when i put those things together and began communicating around my my core values as well and when i put all of that together as one everything i everything that i did from that point forward became magnetic and the way the way that i communicated resonated in such a way that like those kind of people it felt like they magically started appearing in my life it's it's absolutely incredible so it's i would urge just as nina has that if this is the kind of stuff you've always skipped over in the past that it is worth spending time on so listen to this more than once use the pause key make notes and actually spend time figuring out the answers to these big questions because i can assure you it will be worth it so I, I do have one question for you about all of that it, and that is have you worked with anyone since the coronavirus outbreak came along where they've used they've perhaps presented that or used that as a reason why they can't do their thing have you come in uh, like that i have come across it's not a client but it's a business colleague who is a personal shopper and so she can't take her client shopping. The stores aren't open. You can't have contact with people. Right. Can't try and close anymore in shops. And she had to pivot her business. So right. she's created an online shopping mastermind, personal shopping mastermind, where she's helping people in their homes. They hold up their clothes, they try on outfits. She's giving them advice online. And that's an example of a great pivot. Mm -hmm. Now, she could have thought, there's nothing I could do. There are personal shoppers out there who are just completely stuck. They haven't got any business. They're not thinking about what they can do. So when you have a clear mind, then you can think, okay, there's an opportunity here. How can I use this to create a new revenue stream, which she's done? There's another um, lady that I know uh, who does retreats, dolphin retreats. She has pivoted. Dolphin retreats. And obviously wow. you take your clients to a you know a place and you swim with dolphins and do all of that how can you get by in this pandemic if that's your business she's yeah. created virtual retreat got lots of people signed up for it and now mm. she's added a new revenue stream to her business and a new funnel so wow. everything is possible even if things feel impossible right now and you think well my business feels it's what can i do in this situation i can't do anything you can but you can't do it with a muddled mind 
full of scarcity thinking, full of negative thinking, full of limiting thinking. That stuff has to be cleared out first for you to be able to become resourceful right. and start yeah. finding the problem to the solution. And uh, uh, people keep saying, oh, there's opportunities out there. And after a while, I was thinking, if anyone says that again, I'm going to go really, Ugh. but it's true. There are opportunities out there. I keep hearing about people who've taken this on board and just adjusted their business, maybe found a new client stream or find a new way of doing it or created a new program or they're giving so much more to their community. There are definitely ways to come out of this stronger than ever. So, it, 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 so it's really important to clear out the junk thinking, the unhelpful beliefs and excuses, reasons why things can't be done in order to enter into a resourceful state where you're able to create something new. Um, I love that example from the personal shopper who has found a different way to apply her knowledge, which is fabulous. It's really good. And Exactly. It, yeah. And yeah. now she could, because she's got like a, a styling mastermind, she could just keep adding more people into this mastermind. She doesn't have to spend hours going around the shops. She could help people from her home into their homes directly yeah it's brilliant it's, it's brilliant really yeah. and she would never have found that revenue stream if we hadn't had the pandemic because she'd have thought well the only way i can help my clients is by seeing them face to face yeah yeah so well it's, i love that it's, it's yeah i found it really inspiring <laughs> yes so uh, in closing um is there any other um nutshells or or um real life examples that, that you'd like to offer I, let's say um i'm interested whether you have any examples um uh, of how you've maybe helped anyone that's been stuck in any parts of this process in the why process yeah okay let me have a think and see um who i've helped through this i helped a lady who works with clients to help them to have better relationships and she was stuck. She'd been stuck for a number of years when we started working together. Her income was pretty low. She was just getting sporadic clients coming through. She, had a, she didn't have any self-belief in what she was doing. She thought other people were doing things better than her. People weren't going to pay her much. So she had quite low pricing options. And when we started working together, I asked her what, why she was doing the work that she's doing, and she didn't really have an answer for it. She'd sort of fallen into it, if you like. She was good at it. She was getting a client's results, but her heart wasn't in it. And then when we went through this process together, she realized that actually what she really wanted to do was to help divorced women get their life back together because it's such a traumatic thing. And this is something that she'd been through. She got her life back together. And she realized that this was something that she could lead by example. And it really, you could just feel the energy in her voice change when she talked about this. And I said, well, why don't you pivot or transition into that business? The clients, they're going to be different, but they're still all about relationship coaching and, you know, helping that person to feel, the, feel confident in themselves. And she's, started to do that and she absolutely loved it she's taking action in her business she's actually creating a program she's um she's putting together a webinar she's much more active now in her business than she's ever been and now we're working on her pricing to give her the the confidence to be able to increase her prices when she starts putting out her packages that's the next step for her 
So it really does come from the heart. And so many people, I think most people do work that they're not really aligned to. They just do it because they think, well, I'm quite good at doing this. And they treat it as a job. How about if you fell in love with your business? How about if you really felt so excited about what you did? Now, it's not going to be 100% amazing all the time. We know that there's going to be days where you don't want to do it. There's going to be activities you don't want to do. There's going to be times when your mood just doesn't, isn't there. You don't yeah. want to do it. You wish it was the weekend. We all have times like that. Yeah. But as you said, that's when you need your big why more than ever. <laughs> so you yeah. don't waste days and weeks procrastinating. Yeah, 100%. Well, Nina, thank you so much for sharing this process and, and, and some examples as well. I've absolutely loved this. And I, I, I think this, this subject is so important and there's not enough people teaching this stuff. So I'm really grateful to you for coming along and sharing this with our audience today. So before we wrap, up, wrap things up, I want, I'd like to invite you to share with our audience how they can find you online. And if there's something you want to promote, go, go right ahead and do it. <laughs> <laughs> right, Thank you, so Craig. Value. It's, yeah, it's brilliant. I oh, appreciate it. Thank you so much. I have a, a brand new free gift, which I put together. I asked my my community what they wanted and they said we'd like something like this It's the millionaire mindset scorecard. And because often we don't know what our thinking is, where it is. Is it helping us? Is it hindering us? This is a way to find out exactly which beliefs you have that are stopping you from creating all the success you want. And you'll also find the beliefs which are working with you to create the success that you want. Then when you have a clear picture of what's getting in the way, you can start taking action to remove those beliefs from your subconscious and then create new empowering beliefs instead. As I said, everything starts from the inside. When you have a strong foundation of self-esteem, you've got really great money programming going on, you know you're deserving, you know you can attract what you want in life, then everything becomes easier. Even during these difficult times, I promise you, there are plenty of people booking in new clients, making great income, promoting themselves, you know, rolling out new programs. I hear about it every single day. And that's absolutely possible for each and every one of us. Fabulous. Okay, so... And would you like the link Go for this yes please yeah the link is nina cook n-i-n-a-c-o-o-k-e dot co dot uk forward slash scorecard so it's nina cook with an e on the end dot co dot uk forward slash scorecard and that's for the millionaire mindset scorecard if I got indeed that right. yes excellent so Nina Cook, thank you so much for joining us today and for sharing your how to unravel, uncover, self-discover your reason why, your big reason why. It's such important stuff and thank you so much for sharing and being with us today. It's been a huge pleasure and thank you so much, Craig, for being an amazing host. Oh, thank you so much. It's been a pleasure. <laughs> Cheers. Bye-bye.